liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted. We hold these that all men they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Dog. Don't be political property. Be free. Absolutely, be free. Hence the title of the show, Abolish the Political Parties. The parties run everything. They are in every branch of government. They're in every aspect of your life. And um, John, I invited you up here as a speaker. I'm not for sure if you didn't get the notification or not. But you are, um, if you see the notification, I sent it to you. There you go. I got it. Yep. Can you hear me okay? I sure can. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you. So real quick, um, some house um, things. Um, we had a, a discussion with some with Charlie. Um, we're still kind of talking about Colin, and it, it seems that there's more so technical difficulties. And hopefully we can keep Colin as our home. Um, at the moment, so we'll we'll see um, how that all plays out. That would make me very excited because, like, I like Colin a lot, and I just want us to stay here. Like, I don't want to like to keep moving around. Um, but you know, um, so here we go. A lot of people want to make want to take over the Republican Party. Uh, they've been around for 174 years. Still hasn't happened. People have tried for decades to do it. It hasn't worked. Um, and, but you know what? The Democrats have already beat us to the punch. So, uh, let's be, uh, let's discuss some solutions, some real solutions. And, um, also, you know, this whole thing with them blatantly saying that they want, they saying, screw your rights, screw your constitutional rights. What kind of government says those kind of things? And we keep on talking about gun stuff here in this show, but we're going to keep talking about it. So um, John is going to take a, the floor um, at the moment, and then I see Robert's in the house. Thank you. If you want to be a speaker, just go ahead and you know be a caller, and I'll put you up here too. So we can have a for now. We can have a three person dialogue. I actually didn't even like put the show out, so it kind of does make sense that people are in here. But uh, John, please. Okay. Go ahead. Hey Robert, feel free to to chime in as well because uh, like the stuff you say as well. But uh, yeah, you know I. Uh, <clears throat> Regarding our rights, you know, more than ever, they're they're in danger, and it's all based on guns. And so, even though we've talked about it, I just can't 
let go Biden's speech last night. It was so full of lies that it's it was astounding. And I was just absolutely livid listening to it. Uh, you know, when he started out the speech, you know, he talked about how, you know, how Jill and him visited Arlington National Cemetery. And, you know, it, it had an emotional appeal. I could understand where he was going with this. And then he starts by saying, I couldn't help but think there are too many schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields here in America. So that that's that was one of the first things he said. And so my response to that is what we've been talking about. Then why don't you harden the schools instead of leaving them be a killing field and and gun free zones and things like that? I mean, again, we've seen it work other places in the world, you know, especially like Israel, where, again, we've said it before, it's like ground zero for all kinds of uh, terrorist activities, right? And then, uh, you know, he said, we stood in such place just 12 days before across from a grocery store, he talked about Buffalo. And then uh, he talked about how they spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken and so on. And he said, they all had one message for us, which is not true. You know, you know, which is do something, just do something for God's sake, do something. And, you know, the thing I think about, and I brought this up several times on the show, is that, you know, every year when the FBI and CDC kept statistics, over 3 million lives are saved by defensive gun uses. And that was an article published by Forbes. There's other data on that. And then the CDC and FBI stopped uh tabulating those statistics several years ago because obviously it didn't fit the narrative and they don't like it and I, I it just drives me crazy that politicians don't talk about it i mean you talk about incidences with guns but far 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 more lives are saved by defensive gun uses people that are carrying and uh he said, you know, after Columbine, after Sandy Hook, after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing's been done. It's time this time. That can't be true. I, have this, I have a speech pulled up. Want me to play some of it? Yeah, I was thinking we could play some of it. The thing is, is uh, and we, can, I, and we can respond to it, too. And, no, and, the, okay. and the reason why this discussion is important under the topic that we're discussing it's because, you know, this is political theater for the Republicans. Oh, you're not going to take your rights away. But what you should be doing is um, imp- trying to impeach everyone who is um, violating their oath of office. Right, which you're all doing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not doing that. They're not discussing that at all. Yep. But let's play some of Biden. Um, let's see if he rambles. Um, let's see if we can understand him. We'll, we'll try, you guys. Yeah, it's hard to listen to him for very long, but yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard. Let me uh, make sure this is turned up in the studio all the way so y'all can hear and understand it. Yep. Okay. All right. Then uh, now let's go ahead and play his BS. All right. Here we go, you guys. I visited Arlington National Cemetery. As we entered those hallowed grounds, we saw rows and rows of crosses. Among the roads and headstones with other emblems of belief, honoring those who paid the ultimate price on battlefields around the world. The day before, we visited Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas. In front of Robb Elementary School, we stood before 21 crosses, 
for 19 third and fourth graders and two teachers on each cross a name. Did he say 19th and third graders? Yeah. What is he talking about? Okay. It, it, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. I didn't know we had 19th grade guys, but here we go. Yeah. And nearby, a photo of each victim that Jill and I reached out to touch. Innocent victims murdered in a classroom that have been turned into a killing field. Standing there in that small town, like so many other communities across America, I couldn't help but think there are too many other schools, too many other everyday places that have become killing fields, battlefields here in America. Stop, stop that for a second. Okay, that's where I'd say, you know, this is where they have to harden schools. And where this is taking place are at gun-free zones. You know, he talks about killing fields. Uh, you know, it happening at schools. It's happening in other places where there's gun-free zones. So if they harden the schools, I mean, that addresses it. We know it addresses it. Uh, and, you know, there are hotter spots than here in the United States where it's worked brilliantly. And I keep citing Israel as an example, but it works. Uh, okay, I guess go ahead. <laughs> I well, you're saying, you know what I should do? I should screen record this and be like, five more minutes that gun free zones are killing zones. That's exactly basically what you just said. Very well said. Yep. All right, let's listen to the dementia pa- patient on cocaine. Uh, allegedly. Go <laughs> to such a place just 12 days before, across from a grocery store in Buffalo, New York memorializing 10 fellow Americans, a spouse, a parent, a grandparent, a sibling, gone forever. At both places, we spent hours with hundreds of family members who were broken, whose lives will never be the same. They had one message for all of us. This is an emotional pill. Yeah, it is. He he, he says here they were... He said here that they were saying, do something, just do something. That's not true. I mean, they weren't saying that. And, you know, a lot of, again, this goes back to gun-free zones and so on. And that's when I say, you know, like there was just recent where a lady, there was somebody that approached, uh, I can't remember, some event with, I think it was with an AR-15 or an AK or something. Yes, she took out her pistol and shot the guy. But this goes into like how over millions and millions and millions of lives are saved every year in the United States by defensive gun uses. And that's why... The more people that carry, the better, I think. So, and, and they make it sound like it's here. It's it's here. Like we're the only place that that has these mass shootings. It's not true. It's happening all over. I mean, it happens in China. It happens in Russia. It happens in Australia. It happens in Canada. It happens in all these places. So, I mean, it's not just us. So, yes. Well, we'll listen to the um, installed person. Here we go. Do something. Just do something. For God's sake, do something. What God is he talking about? He God. Anyways, here we go. Yeah, that, that never after happened. After Columbine, <laughs> after Sandy Hook, after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. This time that can't be true. This time we, we must actually do something. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. For so many of you at home, 
I want to be very clear. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. It's about not about vilifying gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. Stop, stop right there. Stop I respect right there. the culture and the tradition. Um, so what he's, what he's saying there, what he's saying there is, in other words, we dictate how you, how you behave. Yeah. Exactly. But how is he going to say this is a culture and tradition? It's not a culture and tradition. The whole reason why Americans have the Second Amendment is to fight our government and its tyranny. They were fighting the British. So well, these laws are put in place to fight tyrannical governments. So this is not some tradition. Because what he's trying to do is all the time blame conservatives. At the same time, to say, oh, you know, responsible gun owners, and then this tradition, that's conservatives. But we'll play a little bit more. Yeah, he comes up on this next part, you know, it's where he says, uh, like all other, he says it's not absolute, the Second Amendment, so. Ooh, that's the part we need documented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. That's coming up. The concerns of lawful gun owners. At the same time. The Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. It was just it was just Scalia who wrote, and I quote, like most rights, the right Second Amendment by the, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited, not unlimited and never has been. There have always yeah. been limitations on what weapons you can own in America. It is absolute. And again, that's the difference between liberals and conservatives and people like us, like constitutionalists. It is not a working document. It's not a working document. It is what it is. And I don't know how it's like. They like to quote the Constitution when it benefits them. Yeah. I don't know, like some of the people, like maybe Robert, if Robert has an opinion on any of this, I, I don't know if. Yeah, Robert, please go ahead. Um, Wanderer said, Donnie, you sound like you're underwater. Do I sound like I'm underwater? You, you were, but you sound a little better now again. But. My, uh, but to be fair, my phone did get wet, and we can't be on here for too much longer because I have 11% in my phone because I can't <laughs> charge it when it's wet. <laughs> wow. But thank you, Wanderer, for letting me know. I appreciate that. What happened to my phone? Oh, the power went off. Oh, we have a, we have a, a rainstorm over here, but Robert, really? go ahead. Well, the first thing is you can is you cannot be pro Second Amendment and pro gun control because the, if you understand what the founders meant by well regulated, you would know very well that they did not give a license to put restrictions on gun ownership. What they, what they were doing was they, they just said you had to be trained in how to use the weapon properly. So that's the only requirement that they added. But other than that, you should be allowed to own whatever you want. Now, I can... I will say this. I can, under, I can understand people's anger in a way because people want to blame something for, uh, for the shootings. But 
but getting rid of getting rid of guns is never going to work as long as the black market exists. Because I mean, let's go back to prohibition. I mean, the prohibition never worked. Marijuana bans never worked. So, so what makes and what makes them think that they can magically get all the guns off the street? They can't. Because you're right. One now, now yes, in Great Britain and Australia, it's very hard to get a gun, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. So, quite frankly, I think the anger is misplaced. What people should be angry at is here's here's the here's the typical the typical demographics of school shootings. I see. They're typically between 17 to 19 years old. They're typically either a senior or recent graduate, and they've either been the bully that nobody takes seriously, or they they were bullied by other students. And they're so, all psychotropic. They're all on psychotropic drugs too. I heard that too. That's I mean, so so we. Well, then we need to ask, why were they put on psychotropic drugs in the first place? I mean, if they're that if they're that dangerous, why should they even be in the schools? Why well, shouldn't they you know, be? In- also, why are we not going? Why are we not going after the pharmaceutical companies then and the psychiatrists? Because they have a lot of power. I mean, they have money. They bought off everybody in Congress. Including Trump. Yeah. But, but, you know, one other thing, Robert, I wanted to mention is I got a complaint. I hear a lot. One second, please. Thank you. I heard a lot of background noise. Go ahead, John. Okay. Um, I got a call from a teacher one time in school. She was complaining that my son asked too many questions. And I just blew up. And in fact, I went into the principal's office the next day. I said, how dare you call me and tell me that? I said, you know, everybody sits in your classroom like zombies and you have one student that's that's lively and is asking questions and you got a problem with that. I mean, you know, that's, you know, and these psychotropic drugs, Robert, I mean, a lot of these kids are just sitting there in school like zombies. I mean, they're just. You know, and and uh, I never wanted my kids on any of that stuff. And so, yeah, my, my you know, and my son's very curious, and he asks a lot of questions. And you know, he's he was straight A in college, but that's the way he is. And and I I went to the principal's office the next day, and I just unloaded. And uh, anyway, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robert. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help but pipe in on that though. <laughs> It, it's okay. As far as the noise, they're having a dance off just a block away. So sorry about any racket. <laughs> Who's winning? Who's winning, Robert? <laughs> oh, um, I'm just in downtown Silver Spring. And by the way, you win. Yangling definitely beats Budweiser, but I'll still take. I'll still drink my piss, but piss tasting Budweiser. <laughs> but uh. But occasionally now, occasionally I might might have a yangling or something. I actually, I also like Heineken, so. Oh, Heineken's good. It's yeah. Night. I like that. But, uh. Oh, I like hey, I was. Yes. But, yeah. But, yeah, there's just, uh, 
Wandering but yeah. Foot, Ashi Super Dry for the win. I never heard of that. Oh, Asahi. I never heard of that. Asahi Super Dry. Sounds like, I think that sounds like a Japanese brand. It's like um, or something. But, but yeah, I really, I just think. See how the both parties are responsible in a sense with this. Um, you know, oh, absolutely. All the time. So, the, you know, we talk about gun control a lot because that's the subject at the moment. And, you know, we're the constitutional group here. And so it's a big deal for us for this conversation that we had. But I also want to go after the Republican Party because no one's going after anyone who are publicly violating the oath of office. All they're doing is saying, no, right. See, that's uh, the problem is, and like earlier, I I posted and uh, I posted something about how Trump didn't didn't stand behind his people when they when when his people got in trouble on January sixth. And you know, people and and you should have seen all the maggotards that were going after that they were going after me for that. I mean, they're they they're they're bending over backwards to justify the guy. And look, yeah. I think it it was a mistake to go in the Capitol. You know, I don't think anybody's can I don't think any sane person is contesting that. It was wrong for them to enter the Capitol and push the police aside. No, Even wait, Alex, wait, wait, Robert, Robert, they were, they were uh, invited in. I mean, police were, like, waving them in. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's okay. I stand corrected. But either way, still, they should have known yeah. it was a trap. Yeah. But, but, but still, yeah. you know, but still, they were there to protest on his behalf. So he should have at the very least had the decency to get decent lawyers to go after the DC Department of Corrections. You know, and we're and Robert also this too. If if, if uh you can if he can have focus on himself, the people that supported him, also he can't have college for them. So this is about Donald Trump. We have to doubt anyone else besides Donald Trump. Right. Because, uh, right, exactly. I mean, I I used to. I mean, look, I said I used to be I used to be a hundred percent MAGA, you know, even if it was just for the memes. But but uh, January sixth is what did it for me. Robert, and and Robert, Robert, the other thing with this subject too, the political party thing. People wanted a patriot party. What did yeah. you do? He gave us the bird, basically. I mean, because he said, no, we're Republicans. We're not forming a third party. I mean, he basically flicked off his base. And called us stupid. You know, we, the reason we elected him in the first place was because he's not from Washington. He's not an in, He wasn't an insider. Hey, Robert, I think you so, invited to be a speaker as well, like so North But you know, maybe he was controlled off. 
Yeah. Oh. Can you yeah. My oh, okay. Thank you. Oh. oh, okay. Okay, North. Um, let's let's hear. You know, you're in Canada, and if if I, I have a couple questions before we go further. North, have you researched and actually read the U.S. Constitution and our history or any of those things um, before you move forward? If you haven't, that's fine. I understand that because I haven't looked up um, Canada at all. But have you actually researched our government and any of those things at all? I mean, yeah, but I don't I'm not going to make any declarations on it, on stuff that I don't know. I mean, mostly I'm here to talk. I'm, I'm mostly here to ask questions. Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and drop the questions. <laughs> okay, so my first question, because um, your your co-host was saying, like, the Constitution is a, you know, basically written in stone document. You're, you're originalists or whatever the, the term is, and that it can't be changed. Is, is no, I didn't correct? say that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. But, but it's not like, it's, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I'm just trying to get, I, I want to get that clear first. Like, can it be changed or can't it? It can yeah. be with amendments. So we do have a Bill of Rights in the United States of America. Um, and then we have some ones that are pretty stone cold here. Um, let me, so I, I, let me look at what you said. Oh, um, you said the Constitution had been changed 27 times. So um, this title is called Abolish the Political Party System. I do not like either party at all. They both have been a problem in this country. Um, and they run the country. Both parties do. And then when we have a constitution, it was all put together and format everything. There was no parties at all. And so this has been a political theater. This has been um, back and forth. Oh, we're pro-life, we're pro-guns, whatever, back and forth. Um, it's just division. But with the amendments in our Constitution, I, I will say this. I do not want to really talk about this necessarily at the moment. But if we're going to sit there and talk about our Constitution, a lot of these amendments came from people trying to push unconstitutional laws. Instead of people being gun hole and strong on the Constitution and our values, they compromise and push different amendments. Um, when men are all created equal, right? And we were all supposed to have equal rights. And then they weren't doing that for everyone because of whatever color their skin was at one point in this country. Um, they made amendments instead of actually just protecting the rights like their oath tells them to do. So when we were watching political news, CNN, Fox, any of those kind of things, it's political theater. It has nothing to do. All they really did need to do, that what they're elected to do, is to defend our rights, and they're not doing that. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, hey, no, um, sure. I, I just, I, I just, can, I go ahead. Can I, can I? I just want to add one more thing, North. There, there is the Convention of States, which I desperately want to see happen. Where if thirty-four states ratify having a convention of states, I mean, they can throw open the constitution and, you know, basically have at it. And well, John, uh, right I now, actually, right, right now there's like, what is it, Donnie? 18 states that have, yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, more. it's in the twenties, but I don't think the the convention of states is going to solve our problems right now. I think it's going to open up a can of worms that we don't want to deal with because we need to be on no. the same accord first. That's okay. true. No, I agree. Okay. So I, I don't want to go into that any deeper. I just, I mean, it is possible to change it. 
whether you agree or not, it should be changed. Definitely. I guess that's a different story. Yeah. Um, so then the next thing would be, uh, you had your last caller kind of talking about, um, other problems with the shooters, uh, as example, like, uh, the history of, of violent history, um, maybe being on psychotropic drugs, their age. Um, but it sounds like a lot of Republicans, aren't even open to looking into rules around those specific um, aspects. So like, you know, raising the age of uh, when you can buy a gun or adding more licensing onto, uh, you know, specific guns or any guns at all, which seem like common sense. Um, so, you know, it's not, it's not restricting you. It's just making you more proficient and, so I have a uh, question, Norris. I have a question for you. How do those things actually solve the problem that people are doing, or if they're criminals doing these things, how does that solve criminals from doing that? Okay, Being well, in the when exact we're, examples we're, that we're talking about. When right, I, I, you... I live in Texas, right? The first gun I purchased was a Ruger 22, almost brand new. And I have never had a criminal background. But when I, I worked at a pawn shop, and that's where I, I purchased my gun from, a pawn shop, you have to actually fill out paperwork, and you have to call in the federal hotline first, and they'll tell you, okay, you can sell them a gun. Or if you had to wait 72 hours. And if they don't say anything within the 72 hours, you can sell the gun. I had no criminal background, and I had to go through that in Texas. They're already yeah. doing these things. Right. Yeah. You know, that, so if you do have a criminal background, it would have stopped that guy from getting the gun. Right. Correct. Yeah. So isn't it a good thing? That's a good thing. Yeah. No, right. that's a good thing. Yeah. So but, like, can't, can, isn't, isn't there like holes in that system? Like you guys just brought up, like, has the person had a violent history? Like, should there be more red well, flag laws? Like, is this guy no, on psychotropic no. drugs right now? Because like, the majority of the population is now they're killing and assassinating and murdering people. And if these people you, are targeting areas where there are gun regulations, where they, they can know that they can go and kill people and shoot them up because they'll have a gun there to kill them if they shoot people. But they wouldn't have a gun in the first place. If, if, if your guys' argument is like, look at the people who are on psychotropic drugs, right? That's not my argument. That's just one argument. Okay. Uh, look at the people who are, they're all under 25 or they're under, all under 30 that are doing this. That's another argument, right? Not all. Okay. No, no, no. Look no. at, look them. at, let's, let's take a look. Like there is a lot of people, even on conservative um, threads that I was looking, who are calling out the last shooter in Texas about how many um, reports had been made of him having self-harm and him uh, wow. making threats. And these didn't trigger, these didn't trigger any flags when he went in to buy the gun. Wouldn't it be a good idea to have more, laws around that you bring well north you bring up a good point i mean we've talked about this on the show i mean all of these mass shooters it seems like at least recently in the past few years they've all been on the fbi's watch list you know so what does that mean i mean yeah i mean they should be uh you know they, they should be monitored much more closely and and how they're getting uh you know if they're if they're on a watch list for something like threats and stuff like that uh yeah, something should be done. I think yeah, so, but it doesn't seem like Republicans want to do that even. Hey, but red flag laws are not 
so red flag laws are not going to be the answer because that's subjective of, of someone deeming you as being mentally unstable. That can be abuse. Uh, Wanderer put that in the comment section. He's absolutely right about that. But um, an, I'd rather be shot, by the way, than stabbed to death. I'm telling you right now, uh, um, if someone's going to stab me to death, I would prefer someone to get it over with and shoot yeah, me Yeah, but I'd rather be in a crowd with a guy trying to stab people than be in a crowd with a guy trying to shoot people. I don't want to be in a crowd with nobody because nobody sits there and do anything besides pull out their cell phones and record everything. They don't help anybody. I mean, that's that's not I really. That's if you're in a crowd of a hundred people, people don't help a, people. There's they a guy with a knife. There's a guy with a knife. Are you more likely to get injured with the guy with the knife than with the guy with the gun? North, you, North, come on now. You said common sense. No, no, think about it. No, I am talking complete common. Think about it. You're in a crowd sense. with a hundred people. A guy has a knife versus a guy has a gun. Are you more likely to get hurt with the guy who has a knife or the guy who has the gun? Common sense. Common sense is I'd rather get shot than stabbed to death. But you're not going to get stabbed if you're in a crowd of 100 people because he can only, yes, he, he can only oh get God, the first on. two people near him. Well, like, I, mean, it, if, if I can shoot you. I can shoot you from 20 feet away. I can't stab you from 20 feet away. North, do you own any firearms, yes or no? Do you know that you can't you throw a knife 20 firearms? feet? And <laughs> do you own firearms, yes or no? I have shot guns, yes. Do you like them? Are you a threat to yeah, society? Yeah, they're cool. So why is this Why are you changing the subject? It's not. You are, because every this is what happens when I come up against. But a, no, no, a, North, a, hold on a second. You're you're looking at it from one view. I mean, you know, you weren't on when I said this, but and I brought this up several times. I mean, one of the statistics that isn't talked about and frustrates the heck out of me is that when the FBI and the CDC kept tabs on this, over three million lives every year are saved by people that are caring, by defensive gun uses. And a lot of times, it's not shot. It's just like you pull a gun, somebody's going to run off. And that includes people that would have been killed, uh, raped, or their child stolen, or whatever. And But over 3 million, and then they stopped doing it because it really spoiled the narrative. But it's over 3 million lives every year. And that's far more than what we're talking about and what's going on with these with with these with these shootings? I mean, there's so many lives that are saved because there are more guns. There are people carrying guns, and a lot of lives are saved. And that just isn't reported. And I, for the life of me, I don't know why politicians talk about it and why people, you know, people just aren't aware of it. I mean, I try to right. raise it all the time on Twitter and but stuff. Do you but, do but you think that people don't understand? And do you think that those good guys with the guns that are saving those lives? would be, you know, deterred from, you know, they obviously like their guns, they're committed to it. Do you think they would be ter- deterred by having a few extra licensing programs? You know, it's no. like, no, they wouldn't. So, like, no, they're, they're still going to be there. Like, that's not going to do- Hey, real, real quick, I only have 6% left my phone. Like I said, it's okay. going to be a short show. But North, I'm a black person. And I don't think everyone that was enslaved obviously wasn't black. There was poor people. There were white people, Native Americans that were slaves. But I'm telling you right now, if I could read, if I could write, and I had a gun, I would not be a slave. And if the government is trying to take away your guns, that's what they want to do to you. 
Well, in Canada, well, we don't have a lot of guns, and we're not slaves. And in UK, well, they don't well, have a lot of guns, I mean, the way, and they're the not way slaves. The government treated you during COVID. I mean, they were just brutal. I no, mean, they weren't. Here. They, guys, I mean, you guys talk here, about yeah. how Canadians don't know about American right gun laws, and are. then you talk about what happened in Canada. Yeah, it I mean, didn't no, happen. It, no, the it, what, that what that happened was happen people here. parked in the street for three weeks. They get walked all over all the time. Can you park in the week in the street for three weeks straight and not? I'm telling you and, right now, if the man I marry and date doesn't have a gun, he needs to have a gun. I want my family to be safe. Oh my god! And then this whole thing is that we should be discussing training and safety, not more regulations. People well, need to tr- be able to understand how to safely. You don't need the government to train you to have yes, a gun. You need the, the government to train you to the drive a car. That's the problem. You don't need the government. Yes, you I do. Trust, I would trust you, you more oh than the American God. government, and I don't trust you at all. And I don't you trust like being, you. Like government. being indoctrinated, I think, or something. I don't know. Oh my God, you guys are just mouthing no, off platitudes. Just, not, like, how can you trust the government after how you guys have been treated? I just that just. Okay, what specifically Absolutely. are you talking about with Canada? What specifically are you talking about? We talk to a lot of Canadians who don't like your government, by the way. Yeah, they talk they talk a lot of shit, but like what specifically why are you, you talking about? So much? Why do you like gun control so much? Why do you why do you hate because, guns? So much? Because because we've worked. had We've had three mass shootings in the past 30 years, and you guys have had like oh, a hundred. That's not true. That's not yeah, true. we had the one in Montreal no, 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 in the no, no. 80s. You guys have. You, you, oh, come on. Jesus. That's absolutely now, true. How, you, had, how do you define a mass shooting? Uh, I suppose it would be anybody. I don't know. But if, yeah, well, the, the problem is, too, it's defined differently in different countries, right? But, but, I know it's kind of a, I don't know. If, if you're looking at an international definition, way. the amount of mass shootings that have happened in Canada are like a fraction of what have Probably happened in the States. Probably because you don't have guns in your country like that. And y'all are yes. so, so y'all pushovers and y'all, you guys belong pushovers. to pushovers. Yeah. What do you, you mean? Are. We're not, we're ground. not, be, we're, we're not, we have, there's nothing happening here that's not happening in America. Like your government is spying on your emails the same way that that ours are being spied. Oh, like the exact same thing. Not let people, but, you know, when they were inoculating kids. Your schools were shut down too in America. Yeah, John, There's no John. way they would have done that to my kids. No, John. John, way. hold on, North. The, here's the thing: the government's a problem. They want you the keep people. saying that, but you it's can't say why. I mean, it's always it's the always problem. They haven't given any solutions. They create problems and make and then they make trash solutions. Okay. Our government in Canada instituted more regulations for COVID. And if you look per capita, the amount of deaths, we have one third the amount of deaths from COVID that America had because we, well, our government was a little, you, you, you no, I'm talking and, and per and capita, and per guys, capita. COVID deaths are like 90% okay. overreported too. Okay. But then they would be overreported in Canada, wouldn't they? I mean, John, there are doctors that I know that John, are being forced to put the John cause of death in COVID. North. Okay, you guys, you can't hear me? Uh, John and North, I have 5% on my phone. All right. I Thanks for listening to me, guys. Government, hey, of course, hey, North, always nice. You're always welcome. And then uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jay Jack. I think I mean, Jay is, Jack is actually is numerous. Numerous. I'll say that. How, 
How the fuck is Jay Jack over here over here defending him with the 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 lady that ran in Virginia and won in the Republican Party having a gun in her hand? You fucking you you know what? You're really literally a troll. Why do you have that picture, Jay Jack, in your account with a, a black woman holding a gun? You're trolling. That's Winsome Sears. And over here caking for North. You literally North. I hope you're not making profiles and make yourself look cool in the comment section because that's weird. That's weird <laughs> as fuck. So that's what it's looking like. Because you popped up in here when North got a mic. Wait, you think I'm doing two things at the same time? Hell yeah, North. I'm, <laughs> I'm not that coordinated. I don't think I'm, I'm fighting two problem. people at yeah, once. You realize? Leaf gonna, you realize it's two on one, right? Freedom and, no, you're on the same side. I think you should be saying "fuck the government." You should be joining us. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. My government so has being controlled. You know, he's has done a lot for me. I. I we don't need to get into it, but I'm pretty happy with my government. And like, I just want to oh say, I, I know, I know there's this, oh there's, there, there's this, this impression in the States that like a bunch of bad shit happened in Canada, like the police beating up people <laughs> or something in Canada during COVID. What <laughs> well, we happened? Saw we saw it on film. Yeah. So. You know what that was? That was people who parked in the street and blocked the border for three weeks. What do you think would happen if you blocked the border? If, like, think of if a bunch of environmentalists blocked the border for three weeks. What do you think Republicans would say? But we're not Republicans. We are. I'm just. I'm just saying. No, just think about it. Just think about. Just think about. Like, if environmentalists. Exactly. They would say, "Get them out of there." And three weeks is a long time to have some patience and oh, ask people, some, please stop parking in the street. Well, BLM had our city, our streets blocked up in the highways and nobody beat their shit out of them. Mm, I don't know. I saw some video to the opposite of that as well. No, no one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw some people getting the fuck beat out of them. I think, I think BLM. That was, that was, that was, that was some supporters, up. man. <laughs> I'll send but you guys some video. Oh, please do. My phone is dying. Um, and I can't charge it because it got wet from the rain. Let me see. Hold on. Let me try to put this in here one more time and see if my phone will charge. Hold on, guys. Hold on. All right. I'll stay on. This is nope, it won't do it. Okay. God but I can pull on the anthem. But North, I appreciate you. Please keep coming back. I love it. Challenge us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um John and Robert, please go ahead and have some closing statements because I do have uh, 4%. And once it gets there, it's going to hang up on y'all here in a minute. And Charlie, Charlie is in the house. Charlie, I'm so glad you're here. Um, thank you for hopping in. Um, you came in when the show operated fine. <laughs> My phone's dying because I'm walking, I was walking in the rain and it got wet. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I hope that, that people can investigate all these false flags that are happening, like ha happening in Uvalde and all these other shootings. But, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff, I think, is being staged. And I think, uh, yeah, our yeah. rights are definitely being assaulted. And uh, it's a dangerous time right now. This That's one's 27. Um, well, there's more now. There was 27 mass shootings in America this year alone. And why does it keep happening under the time frames when people are in power trying to take away guns? Come on, you guys. That's common sense. That's, well, not, that's, not, that's, that's a pattern. 
That's not a coincidence. You you look at the history whenever gun control has been implemented, you know, going back to 1915, like in Turkey, right after that happens, 1.5 million Armenians are killed. USSR in 1929, from 1929 to 1953, over 20 million civilians are killed. China, 1935, 20 million people are killed. Germany, 1938, with Hitler, 13 million are killed after gun control. Cambodia, 1956, 1 million. Guatemala, 1964, 100,000. Uganda, 1970, 300,000. So, you know, over 56 million in the 20th century alone, after immediately after gun control is implemented in countries, are killed. You know, they're at the mercy of the government and the government can do whatever they want to get their agenda, which is controlling people, basically. But, uh, you know, the statistics are there. Absolutely. Well, you guys, I love you with all my heart. I wish we could have made it to the hour mark, but my phone is dying. But we can come back tomorrow if you all want to just like put in the comment section. You want to come back tomorrow. Yeah, you, know what uh, I, you know what I just finished? You know, you know, North is gone. He didn't hear me say all those statistics on, on you know, when gun control is implemented in all these countries. He, I wonder what he would say to that. But I'm sorry. I, I, think, I think that North wants to understand because he keeps coming back. Yeah, I do, you too. Know? I do, too. Yeah. And I, I don't hate. This is here my thing. I don't hate people. Um, I don't, I don't want. <laughs> I, it's honestly, that was fun. But, like, I don't yeah, want people going to disagree. <laughs> But the thing is, people have to realize they've been indoctrinated to believe a lot of things that they believe. God, I, he is, boy, he, yeah, he's, uh, well, you know, I work with Australians. Hey. Robert? Robert, we have 2% left on my phone. We better close out. Go ahead and say what you got to say before we close this down. Uh, no? All right. So um, here's here's my take on gun control. Um I is uh I guess north left. So here's so here's my thing. I'm for a blue state. If I thought gun control would stop shootings, I would happily endorse it. But I know that it doesn't. It does the opposite. Because yeah, because all it does is leave innocent people defenseless. But but then you got Johnny that can go on the corner if he knows the right people, and you can get a you can get a handgun with a fully loaded mag. Then that go through any sort of training. You know you know the right people. You get get what you want. So well, the black market's always going to exist. Absolutely. Well, you guys, I would love to close this anthem down, but we have a storm coming, and my laptop won't turn back on. That's okay. So, I love you guys with all my heart. Thank you, North. Thank you, John, Robert, <laughs> Wanderer, Charlie, Emma, Andrea, and uh, Jay Jack for being here tonight. Um, I'll see y'all tomorrow, hopefully, but it will be around the evening time. So, God bless you. Bye. Take care. Bye.